welcome, 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 welcome to a complete waste of time. I am David Snyder, and uh, I am a content creator on a wide variety of apps. I am on Snacks, Musical.ly, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, uh, and everything else that you can possibly imagine. Uh, this podcast is designed specifically to help content creators learn what I'm learning because, hey, let's face it, I only have a few dozen people following me on YouTube. I have, uh, you know, a lot of followers on LinkedIn, which, you know, cool, right? Anyway, I designed this podcast to help content creators uh, learn what I'm learning um, as I learn it. Uh, what does it look like to have uh, your fingers in the, uh, uh, the analytical data on any given platform. Uh, how does that help your videos? Uh, how does that, uh, increase the viewership of your content? And, you know, I am a beginner at this and I have yet to find a free source of information for folks like me that are beginning, just kind of feeling their way through the dark, uh, trying to navigate all of these glitches on YouTube, try to navigate how to increase your audience. But, all of that set aside, what I really want to talk about today, which I definitely feel is a complete waste of time, is gutting net neutrality. Now, I know that I am a broken record when it comes to this topic, but I can't imagine that any content creator anywhere wouldn't at least raise a rock-style eyebrow on this thing, honestly. Uh, gutting net neutrality is probably one of the worst decisions uh, that the uh, uh, current administration has uh, endorsed, that the FCC has thrusted upon the rest of us. And I want to go into a little bit of detail of what it looks like, what actually happened, uh, and, uh, and how it might impact us in the future. And believe me, I think when you really start to research this, if you haven't already, it's going to cause a little bit of, of concern, and rightfully so, because it really does uh, set the stage for major corps to start taking advantage of their clientele. And what I mean by that is throttling uh, connectivity to certain applications or certain websites, and in some cases, eliminating it altogether uh, if you're not one of their clientele. And that is something, in the worst case scenario, that could happen and actually has happened if you look into uh, some of the records of the FCC um, allegations against certain corps, like Comcast specifically, where they actually throttled the access to Netflix because they disagreed with something behind closed doors. Well, Netflix has become probably... And I would say this with some certainty, some of the, one of the biggest advocates for net neutrality as a result of this, because their entire business model is dependent on unthrottled access to the internet. They are a streaming service. Uh, and so if you were to limit uh, the connectivity uh, and the bandwidth to that service, their business will go under. It's, a, it's, just, it's just a reality. And so with this example in mind, you can see that if net neutrality is gutted the way it has been, if it continues to remain in its current state, you can have major corporations basically making sure that they have no competition. 
It's a behind-the-scenes, backdoor way of creating a monopoly. And while doing so, taking advantage of the clientele that they have. For example, let's say uh, AT&T decides to uh, throttle people's access to a certain application because they themselves have a competing application that does the same thing. And that application has unhindered access. Well, what is that? Why would you allow that? What you're doing is basically telling your clientele what you can use, when you can use it, and how you can use it. In the absolute worst case scenario, there are countries where there are websites banned and or you have to pay for access to a certain website. Uh, Facebook is one of them. Google is one of them. Google's a big one uh, in some countries where you actually have to pay to, to access the search engine. It just, it's just it's beyond me. Uh, even though it helps remove certain hazards and it helps streamline processes, which is what the FCC is claiming their current deregulation does, it provides a stage for major businesses as well as the government to throttle access to applications that they feel will not benefit their personal interests. And this is dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. What if Comcast, for example, says that their clientele are the best in the world and they are going to allow really, really fast connection speeds to people who enjoy, I don't know, say Hulu? Well, Netflix is over here, and Netflix already has a strained relationship with Comcast, uh, and their business starts tanking. Well, what if there are more people that like Netflix than Hulu? And again, I'm not sure if that's true. That's, this is just a hypothetical. But it's allowing that type of, I don't want to call it a monopoly because it's not really, but it's allowing that type of discrimination. Uh, and ultimately, it comes down to the consumer. What it allows is it allows the consumer to be taken advantage of and to force them to become a client of a certain business, a certain company, in order for them to have unhindered access to the applications that they now love and, and use. Here's a fun little fact. In three years' time, there is going to be a generation entering the electorate here in the United States that have only known social media. Facebook was founded, I, I think, in 2002. I, I think, I'm not sure if that's true, but I do know that Facebook started being offered to college students in 2003. Well, do the math. The people that are going to be able to vote for elected officials grew up literally with Facebook. I mean, just do the math. At this point in the game, there are more people alive today that know how to use the internet than don't, that depend on the internet that don't. The tables have turned, the scales have tipped in that direction. It has become almost, and I, and I hesitate to say this, but it is becoming a global culture. Now, I'm not a globalized person, I'm not a, a globalization guy, although I do agree that we need to be interconnected and we need to uh, maintain that connection. But at the same time, I do value the differences that each 
nation has. And who says that differences have to lead to unpleasant circumstances like disagreements that lead to war? I'm also not pro-war. I mean, my goodness, if any man is able to live his whole life in peace, he should. But our differences is literally what makes us who we are. And one of the things that the internet has allowed us to do is to communicate our differences on an equal playing field. And I love it. I love the fact that it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you have access to the internet, you can share your ideas. You can collaborate with people anywhere else in the globe. And all of it can be done in a blink of an eye. It has given the human race a gigantic leap forward when it comes to innovation. I mean, just look at the millennial generations. I mean, my goodness, the amount of innovation that's coming out of those folks, it's remarkable. It's absolutely tremendous. And comparatively to the innovation that we have seen in prior generations, no other generation, in my opinion, over the last 10,000 years can hold a candle to what's going on right now. The amount of creativity and collaboration is just, it's off the charts. And that is because people have access to a globalized network and the human race is able to connect and to collaborate on a global scale without any corporate entanglement. There was a time in the, in the United States that corporations were actually illegal. Now that changed after the Civil War but they were illegal at one point because how can a people remain free if the country is run by big business? Now, I am not advocating doing away with corporations. I myself, in full disclosure, own a small business here in, here in my hometown in central Pennsylvania. Uh, I design websites. I do uh, videography. I do some photography. And it's honestly a fun thing for me. I like working for myself. Now, at the same time, I also want there to be safeguards in place so that people like me, when they do get a massive following, when they actually get a business put together that is national, maybe even sometimes international, that they cannot use their power to sway decisions that will eventually lead to the people being forced to purchase certain products in order to live their lives. Forced. And when you start looking at this, you can actually make an argument that net neutrality or untethered access to the internet may or may not be something that eventually, at least, uh, I would say in a couple generations, will be seen as an inalienable right because they have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And at what point do the people have liberty to pursue whatever they want to pursue online if they are forced to go with, say, Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, etc., for them to have access to the applications that they need in order to complete whatever project they want to complete, in order to do whatever it is they want to do. Now, guys, I know that I am painting a very negative picture. And what I am painting here is 
probably the worst case scenario. But this is a scenario that we have to consider when we're dealing with this issue. Because the worst case scenario is what was made possible by the deregulation of net neutrality, uh, as thanks in part to the FCC's decision. So what do we do from here? Well, there is a website that you can go to uh, in order to sign petitions and join the legal battles, www.battleforthenet.com. You can go there, you can sign a, a petition. You can also look up and see if your state is suing the FCC for their recent decision. I am very grateful that my home state of Pennsylvania is one of those states where they are suing the FCC to make sure that the uh, that net neutrality is reinstated as it was uh, in order to prevent corporate manipulation to a population that may not know any better. And again, at the worst case scenario, absolutely hinder and limit the creative innovation that the current generation has naturally because they have access, untethered access, or not untethered, uh, unhindered access to the internet. So I recommend that you share whatever post you can find on net neutrality. Check its sources, but share it. Talk about it. Make it a thing. Make it a big deal. Because honestly, <laughs> the days are coming if we don't do this, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion, that major businesses can and will and actually have charge something in addition to your normal package deals in order to access certain apps. And this is what it makes possible. So guys, I hope that this was informative. I hope that you, uh, you do something about this. You call your congressman, call your senator, uh, meet with them, do something. This isn't something we can sit on the sidelines and just assume it's going to correct itself. This isn't a self-correcting issue. Now, on a positive note, the FCC did claim that if it proves to be a disaster, if the people uh, decide that their decision is not what they want and enough people chime in, they are willing to reverse that decision. Guys, join me. Join me in convincing the FCC to reverse this decision and make net neutrality a permanent fixture of FCC regulations. I hope you found this podcast to not be a complete waste of time. Uh, again, I am David Snyder. Uh, I like to post podcasts once a week. Uh, because it is Christmas next week, we are probably not going to do it for another two weeks. But at the beginning of the year, you'll be able to access the podcast either on iTunes or on SoundCloud uh, at a complete waste of time on a weekly basis. If you guys comment uh, on this podcast, if you were to go on SoundCloud and comment, you can go to my Twitter too at I am David Snyder, and uh, I will post this there too. Comment, shoot me a message. Uh, you follow me on Twitter, I will follow you back, I promise. And just let me know that you listen to the podcast and that you want some more information. Or, you know, if you want, because it is a free world, please go on the, my Twitter page and let me know that I'm full of crap if you disagree with me. I want to hear everything because, hey, what if I'm wrong? The whole point of this podcast is to share information, specifically dealing with content creators. And so if you have information that I 
disagree with, but you have sources and you are actually telling that, you know, and you are trying to get me on the, on the light side of the force on this issue, I am more than willing to listen because, hey, I am trying my best to, uh, to help content creators. And so if what I'm offering is not entirely true, my goodness, I am more than willing to issue a podcast giving you credit letting you know or letting everybody else know that uh, I was corrected and that I, well, I was going to say sit, I was going to say stand corrected, but uh, I'm actually sitting right now. So I'll say, hey, I'm, sit- I'm sitting down corrected by this person. Go follow them. They know what they're talking about with, as far as this issue is concerned. And this is what they said, and I agree with it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Please subscribe and uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, again, this is a complete waste of time. I am David Snyder, and you guys have a very, very Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you. See ya.